1: Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your hosts, Don McClain. From Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson.
2: Today on News from the Krabby Coffee Shop, it's Burgess Meredith's birthday, born in 19- 1907. Wow. Weird Al is not funny. Uh, Mike Tyson has a wonderful business idea that we're going to steal, and uh, you three are going to explain to me why the word midget is offensive, but mm. first... Ooh firearms deer season is over in minnesota but the muzzleloader season it's coming up here really soon if you like being cold you gotta hunt the muzzleloader season dk mags has a few different muzzleloaders on their website dkmags.com and all the accessories you need to get out in the field including scopes uh but i'm gonna warn you here i've done this a few times if you're gonna mount a scope on it buy a bunch of sabots that's the bullets uh, before sighting in a muzzleloader because it's an exercise in frustration, and you're going to need them. Uh, Wisconsin deer season opens this weekend. It's not too late to stop into DK Mags on Old Eight and New Brighton and stock up on whatever ammunition and accessories you may need. They can get you a field and help bag the game you've been pursuing. Great selection, fair prices, and a wonderful staff at both DK Mags and New Brighton and Monticello Pawn and Gun. Check out the website, dkmags.com. You guys... I did a thing for the show.
3: Oh, wow, tell us about it.
2: I booked a guest.
3: Wait,
1: wow. What? Wow i I'm tried for, falling for this again. Uh, <laughs> for is it the alien abductee who grows seeds out of his nipples? <laughs> Wait, seeds?
2: <laughs> Wait, is that what he was growing? Yes, he
1: said his nipples were removed, and then he, he planted seeds there. Oh, right. And, they and then they and... grow into new nipples, and they'd harvest those. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, this is a, a guest I've been threatening to book for, well, since we started. Since, yeah, since the show's been on. Gene found... Hollister of Rose uh-huh. Presents, our local local uh, concert promoter. Uh I was chatting with Gene via text this morning and uh Gene uh, sent me something here uh, very scary and I, I I hope that you and the listeners can keep Gene in uh in your prayers. Um he he writes here by the way I I tested positive for a negative attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. To which I responded, my shrink told me the only thing that makes me happy is hate. What an F word. <laughs> this guy yeah.
0: this gonna is going to be great. This is uh, the kind of relationship
2: Gene and I uh, had uh, have. Uh, one year he sent me a, uh, um, um, a Christmas card that was obviously made on a copy machine with a very <laughs> angry Santa giving you the finger, giving me the finger, saying, Merry effing Christmas. <laughs> oh
0: <my
1: God. laughs> Just Xeroxed it. That's great. So,
2: um, not today,
3: not next week, because I think, are we off, or are you three doing a, a podcast? We are off next week. <laughs> we have satisfied all of our needs, and the last thing that I need to do is make Mr. FYI angry again, so there will be no podcast without you next yeah. week. You felt the,
2: the heat from... Uh... From height.
3: Oh, the height yeah. heat. I like that. He was not happy. He was mm-hmm. indeed did not want to do a podcast I without you last week him two weeks ago.
2: He'd be off.
3: <laughs> Kenny, you've known
4: me a long time. You know how angry I can get. Yeah. Oh, You're yeah. a <laughs> rager.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Burgess Meredith, 1907. I, I just wow. threw that in because he was trending on Twitter, and I thought, what, did he die again? Uh, I don't <laughs> even know when he died, but he's been gone a while. And he was in a lot of great roles, actually. He was, yeah. But was he ever the star player in any of them? He was the Penguin, right? In the uh, Penguin, yep. Um, in the TV, TV series. series. Uh, oh, he was in Rocky. He played a trainer. He was huge the tra- trainer. Rocky. Yeah, he was yeah. the
4: trainer in Rocky. Uh, he did that great uh, episode of The Twilight
2: Zone. Right. Uh, do you remember that one? Yeah. It was
4: wonderful. Yeah.
2: I just watched a short film he made on the difference between a pub and um, a bar, and it was for World War II soldiers. <laughs> um, And he explained some of the things that happened in a pub in England.
3: Um, that was not that funny. That sounds weird. Yeah. But it was interesting. What were the differences? Is a pub <laughs> just booze and a bar has food? Warm beer is one ah. of them. Um, the beer
2: flavors are bitters and mo- bitter or mild. And uh, hmm. the people in England go to bars to socialize, not to get S faced. Ah. And, and that's when I stopped paying attention. <laughs> Uh Dawn, do you know any roles that he was in that uh were I, I feel particularly... like I've walked in
1: on a conversation. Yeah. I don't Burg... know where we started. Like Burgess what...
2: Burgess Meredith.
1: But what about him?
2: Uh, it's his birthday today. <laughs> oh, it's
1: his birthday. Okay. I was just like, what are we why are we talking about him? Yeah, nineteen oh seven. Okay, I missed that part. Um he, no. He,
4: he died yeah. twenty five years ago, Kenny. You I were don't... wondering.
1: I wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup.
2: Oh. Oh, you know Burgess Meredith, I, Rocky, the trainer.
3: Yeah. yeah. That, that's... Oh, okay.
1: Oh, he's mm. snarling like that. Oh, rawr. that guy, Clash of the Titans, or
3: I was just going to say, if you don't know who he is, you would recognize him once you watched a Rocky flick. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean the name is really familiar.
2: Um, okay, Ross, um, and maybe you too, Don. I don't know. Uh, explain to me why Weird Al is funny. I have never. <laughs> Thought anything he's ever done was even
3: remotely funny, mm-hmm. Ross. Oh, well, I guess it's just me here. I appreciate the talent of being able to just be a wordsmith and make parodies. Uh,
4: yeah. and, and I and
3: ha- you know I, I'm going to be on Ross's side on this, oddly enough. Well, thank, what? Is strange. thank you, thank you, Kenny. No, no, what I, I think. Look, I'm, it's, J- I'm John, not Gary. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank you, John. <laughs> did I lose your support already? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> no, I, I look, I mean, he's not really inventing the music. We all get that. And I'm, I don't even know if he's a good musician. I, I Maybe John could speak to that more. I just appreciate the talent of being able to entertain, being able to be yourself and have some fun with it. Look, a lot of his parodies I don't love, but there are some that I think are well- great. And he also yeah. has written a lot of original music, so I don't even know yes. if it's a... Yeah, oh, the, half, half of his albums usually uh, are. Oh, The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota is a great jam. I'm going to send it to all of you guys.
4: The problem with novelty records are if you hear <laughs> them once and you like them, that's all you have to hear. Yeah, you don't I have just, to hear it feels again.
1: like just one that's joke problem. that's gone on for yeah. too yeah.
4: long. And, like, and if it's clever, great. I don't mind, but... I don't want to hear it. Again. It's
1: kind of like a dad joke that's in a that's a song, you know. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah, I'm I don't get him.
2: There used to be a song parody guy and maybe John you'll remember. He I know he lived in Milwaukee and he was always on the road in the Richard Midwest. Richard Cheese. Yeah,
3: Richard Cheese.
2: Dick, Dick <laughs> Cheese.
1: <laughs> no, isn't that who you're talking about? Yeah. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have jumped no. the gun there. I, no, but that's I, that's, I no, forgot about is. him. He that is. is. I don't know. Be my, who he I is. You don't know who name. Richard Cheese is? Oh, I do not. Oh my god. His is more he like, puts on albums, or he used to all the time. And
3: his is more like <laughs> Muzak style, right? This is just, like
1: he's like hey like he's he's like a lounge singer but he sings about weird just dirty stuff we used to get his uh cd like every year at the Ah. radio stations really yeah he has probably like like 50 volumes
2: do you ever see him live
1: no uh uh-uh but he's in a movie he's yeah he's in a that Kristen wig um a barb and star go to Vista Del Mar. He's in that movie. He's the lounge singer. I, oh, I that's him. I think so, yeah. Oh,
2: that he's hilarious in that movie. He's singing about bosoms all the
3: time. Yes. I must really need to see that movie because you've now name dropped it. And Newsflash, I work on some other podcasts, and Stacy and Hutch on KS95, they also say that that movie is tremendous. It came
1: out in the, just like nobody, we had not been to the movie, we had not seen anything, like for a year of the pandemic, and then that came out. So it was really, um, it was at the right time, let's just say that. Either hated it, I paid $20 to see it.
3: Obviously, wow. this topic came up because you're offended by people watching the Weird Al movie on Roku. Is that the, is that the deal, Kenny? So, uh,
2: I have Roku in my office here. Does that mean I can watch it yep. for free? Yep. Do you I can. have to pay mm-hmm. for it?
3: Nope, you can watch it for free.
2: There's no way I last more than five minutes.
3: Well, and the movie, it's everybody thought it was a biopic, but it's classic Weird Al. None of it is true. They basically take his life yeah. story, and there might be shreds of truth, but they they times it to the thousandth degree to make it yeah. ridiculous. Don't they
4: turn him into like a superhero at some parts, where he's saving
3: yeah. America, that kind of thing? For most of the movie, Madonna is running the drug cartels. I see. <laughs> She's actually in it? No, no it's, it's, a it's, it's a fake Madonna. Who's hot? Hmm. Oh. That sounds fascinating.
0: Just
4: to uh, can he show wait. you how how out of touch you and I are? Since 2000, Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine, that's the name of his band, Lounge Against the Machine, have released 28 albums. Yeah, Good, And I, for I've sure. never heard of them. Yeah, never then he them. was wow. in
1: the movie. Yeah, I just checked to make sure, yeah.
2: Well, there used to be a guy that lived in Milwaukee. He, he always performed over here in Minneapolis, um, I think at Five Corners Saloon or one of those places near Cedar and Riverside. And uh, I went one night, and it was boring. It wasn't funny, and it wasn't interesting, and the the audience was just lapping it up. They loved it. There were even celebrities in the audience. Doing parodies, or...? Yeah, just doing comic goofball dumb songs.
3: I think movies, books, and music are incredibly subjective, even though I'm the one that's more right than most people. So I don't get... (laughs) I don't get too offended by what people like or don't like, because there is some subjectivity of to
1: course, it. Of course, yeah. So yeah. if you don't get Weird
3: Al, that's fine. I would say that's more on you than the people who get Weird Al and Weird Al himself. You know? No, it, it's not on me. It, no, it, not at all. It's, no, it's, I just don't think it's funny. No, it's not funny. It, it, it's at like all.
1: reading a comic strip.
2: Yeah, there's a fine line. Where you
1: go, hm, you, you kind of uh, chuckle, but it's not like going to stick with you. Oh, no, that and you crazy, crazy definitely don't wanna... Charlie
2: Brown, always <laughs> kicking that football. <laughs> yeah, how many more times is he going to fall for
1: God. it? I like.
4: I like comic strips too, so I guess I'm out no, of no. I like comic strips. I mean, yeah, but
1: it's the same equivalent to me. Like it shouldn't. It's not going to change my life. No, I'm not going to seek it out. Well, and there's a fine
4: line between. There's some guys, comedians, who sang weird songs that did bits too. You remember Martin Mole when he actually was on stage? I thought he was brilliant. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, from Night Court. He,
4: yeah, right? he would no, or no, that's Martin Mole. Yeah, Martin Mole. You, you guys don't know Martin
2: Mole? I, I, I know him from yeah. like a Letterman and stuff. Yeah, well, he would go, he
4: would sit on stage and he'd play guitar and he'd sing a song and then he'd do a bunch of jokes and then he'd play guitar. He basically did the. Did you ever watch Fernwood Tonight where he was the host of the fake talk show? Yeah. The same kind of act, only to have a guitar and do a song now and then, but he'd be the real smarmy kind of, hey,
3: you know. Oh yes, Fern, yes, Fernwood tonight was that the inspiration for Zach Galifianakis's? However, his name's pronounced between two ferns.
4: No, it was it was a fake talk show, and Martin Mull was the host. I don't remember what his name was on the show,
2: but uh, his sidekick was played by Fred Willard, and together oh, they, Fred were, Willard. they were. They you mentioned uh, yeah. another guy that's not funny in any way. That uh, Zach Jack, yeah, guy. Zach he, Galifianakis.
1: I've never found
3: Zach him all that funny either. So
2: not, uh, not even curious to me. John, give me a curious. long-winded and very boring explanation on why you think uh, Weird Al is I- any good at all. Well, I don't.
4: I think what he does is is tough to do.
2: I think it's tough to parody songs uh, and make. John and ex- I could acceptable. whip out. You know what? We could whip out a, a parody song in ten minutes. Yeah. Why
4: don't you start writing the lyrics for Garage Logic songs, and I'll do the music? Because Joe's always want me to do a bunch of parody songs. I didn't. I, I didn't. Oh, he he wants oh, he parody always wants songs. Me well, he wants stuff like I was doing at the beginning of the show when we first started. When I was doing one or two a week, he wants stuff like that all
2: the time. And I, no, I don't want to. You know what? What, I, what Joe wants and what Joe gets—that's too different. <laughs> well, I agree. Yeah, I he agree. wants an attentive staff too. Remember, you know, it's, just, it's not going to happen.
3: Remember that song about ten yeah. years ago? Whoever sang, she was like seventeen years old at the time. She had that royal song. Remember that. We will never. Yeah, be Royals. We'll, yeah, whoever saying sure. that, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And the Kansas City Lord, Royals,
3: Lord, thank you. Lord, and the Kansas yeah. City Royals, of course, adopted that because that was during their back-to-back runs to the World Series. Well, I'm telling you, I'll tell you what. Weird Al did his cover, and it was aluminum foil, and it's incredible. So you guys need to listen to that. No, <laughs> no. With <laughs> aluminum I foil. I don't think. Uh, I don't foil. think you're turning them, Ross. Ross, you're not turning them, okay? <laughs>
5: Uh, the biggest ball
3: what... of twine in Minnesota will do it. It's a genius <laughs> song. <laughs>
5: I don't get people uh, that uh,
3: buy his albums. I've never
4: understood that. No, and I I don't.
3: I'll be honest. I'll be clear about that. I don't. I'm just saying, when you hear a Weird Al song, you're going to listen. There are
4: people who have worked at the station who are... You remember Paul Black, don't you, Kenny? This makes so much... If you're going to
1: tell me... Yeah, of course. He's a magician, too. Huge Weird Al fan. He does magic in the hallway. Every time he he comes to
4: town... He'd go see Weird Al and buy all the albums. And he'd go on and on and on. And I'd I'd just kind of look and shake my head and go. He puts on a heck
3: of a show.
1: God, are we doing a podcast about freaking Weird Al?
3: Dawn, I am so (laughs) sorry. This is why it's not being sold. Yeah.
1: And I've been doing this for almost a year and a half now. Yeah. yeah. So let's do something else.
2: Yeah, it's topics like this, Ross. Never send us (laughs) this kind of crap again. Okay, I've got an idea.
3: The biggest Uh-oh. ball of twine oh, no. in Minnesota. No, and stop
0: singing.
2: If we can't get more listeners and more clients, we've I'm not gotta,
1: doing it anymore.
2: We've got to go on the offensive. We need our own product. We need a Krabby Coffee Shop product. Well, what what do they call it? Um, uh, merch. That's what we need. Coffee merch. mugs. Need uh, no, none of that crap. Um, we need something that sells. Uh, Not a cartoon image of my big fat head. No way. Uh, (laughs) And and I think we're going to steal an idea from Mike Tyson um, because Mike Tyson, um, along with uh, Vander Holyfield, are releasing uh, their own little line of gummies with weed in them um, shaped like an ear. um, And with a bite out of it. Right, because uh, Mike took a, a bite out of uh, Evander's ear when, when he was losing a fight to him. I think it was, wasn't it 96 or seven? 97. It's, they
1: say they've ironed it all out, and right. they're friends now. Even the picture of them, their promotional picture, is them in holiday sweaters, right. like holding up their gummies. <laughs> and they, they're starting to look like the same person, almost.
2: Is it just me, you guys? Or um, Mike was just a, a real jackass in his youth a real ass oh he was yeah Yeah, for years plenty of legal trouble too in his older age he's turned into jimmy carter he he's a wonderful (laughs) human being it's
1: great you know he started out very very um sweet um i listened to a podcast about his upbringing he wrote a book or I, i believe um he used to raise pigeons yes and um he used to get like beat up for it and he was just a sweet kid and and really bullied um, and you know, they like killed the pigeons. I mean, it's really sad and you're like, so he got into boxing I think Because he wanted to protect himself.
2: Yeah. And if you ever saw any of his matches, he was just 100% rage. Yeah. Before and during the first. I don't don't know how many actually went to the second round, but most of them ended right away. Because it was just straight up rage, just slaughtering these guys. Yeah.
1: Basically, Mm -hmm. it's like. I'm here to kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. like really scary. That was uh, that was something for sure.
2: And then his career took a bad turn, he, you know. And it's like a, a almost a cliche among champion um, boxers where they get to the top and they get soft and lazy, and then they get beat, and then they make a comeback, and blah blah blah. I mean, how many times have we seen it in uh, in, in that sport? But these new gummy bears, I think this is. I think this is what we need to do. Gummy ears. Oh, we need
1: to have Krabby coffee gummies? Yeah. Well, we have to just just make them somewhere else, right?
2: uh, Oh, let's do it. Let's worry about that off the air.
1: Okay. Well, you know, I just (laughs) wanted to bring up that Missouri just legalized marijuana for everyone. Oh, they did? Uh
4: huh. Allegedly, the new legislature. apparently is going to do that here from what the governor has said.
1: Yeah, that because
4: Democrats control.
1: he's tired of these other people on the ballot that say, like, legalize now. That's their party. And he's like, right. we got to get these. This is the strategy. Like, <laughs> this is there were two people running under that two different weed parties. Yeah. And I just think he's like, it's splitting my vote. Like, it's people that are on probably my side of the fence here, and I need to get those votes. So let's just get this over with and legalize it so that we can get these people off the ballot, you know?
3: Start making some money on this. Yeah, those. right. Yeah. And we have it now legal in low-dose form or whatever. Remember yeah. that that, yeah. that took I, place
4: I about I, a year ago. I didn't ago. know that. Huh? Low-dose yeah. form. That's yeah. Interesting. They they passed it last session. And really. really? Don't you remember the legislature said, uh, the uh, Republicans said, remember, I didn't, John. I, I, I I didn't don't read remember. the bill. <laughs> I didn't read the bill. I didn't know it legalized Oh,
1: okay. I, did, yeah, I didn't know that.
2: It's 3%. Yeah, yeah last session. And yeah. I hear tell that some of these three percenters are pretty strong.
1: And, I'm so uh, confused. I'm I, yeah, I've, I've
2: heard things from people. Um, that's a percentage of THC in each gummy, I believe.
1: How three. much is in a joint? Hundred percent. Yeah,
3: depends on.
0: Hundred percent. Depends on your mix. (laughs) I don't know. That's probably true. Because it is. I'm so stupid. Hundred (laughs) percent. Oh God. uh, But first of all,
2: what's the Krabby Coffee gummy shop look like? It's got to be. It's. It can't just be a gummy. It's got to be in the shape of. Um. I don't know. Ross's big giant head. Um, Oof. Mine a co- a coffee cup um a, co- a coffee bean like what the
1: the gummies make each one a different uh, Wait, one of our faces a different one's character Ross, one's me oh, one's you one's that, john
2: yeah and do we want to do gummy bears or do we want to just do um gummy heads know, thc infused um beans coffee coffee oh, beans coffee beans, <laughs> coffee beans
1: with weed in them is that so possible so you get
2: so you get wired and tired tired wired and tired at the same time so now you'll know what life is like in the radio business right yeah. I'm doing a morning show that's and just what
1: it is what do they taste like
2: they've got to have a taste we don't want to just go with strawberry blueberry raspberry you yellow do we do we How want about co- coffee flavored bitter bitter and mild taste
1: <laughs> oh for gummies or coffee yeah.
2: no for uh, the gummies
1: um i want mine to be butterscotch butterscotch because that's crack To me, I was given it as a little infant. My grandpa used to take butterscotch and, you know, put it on my tongue. I couldn't even. I was like one one month old.
3: The butterscotch. Or two weeks
1: or something, and my grandpa's feeding me butterscotch. My mom flipped out. But I I still love it to this day.
3: The butterscotch dipped cone from Dairy Queen is incredible. The, Can't you uh, my, get that in liquid form to pour on your ice cream at home, too? You can? Yes. Yep. Oh, yes,
4: yes. My kid uh, is home for a little bit here visiting, and he uh, asked Mom to make some butterscotch chip cookies. Oh, those and are so I, good. I had not had a butterscotch chip since I was probably 10 years old. Oh, uh, so I took man. a handful handful out of the bag and ate them. It was That's it was are it the was ones bad. that
1: look like sugar cookies, but then they have those chunks of like... Well, I guess it is butterscotch.
4: They're just cho- the chocolate they chocolate like cookies, but tiny lose... little raindrops, though, don't they? You, you, yeah, they look like raindrops, but you grab a handful and throw them in your mouth, and it's heaven. It's just oh my god! By it's the
3: amazing. way, uh, Dairy Queen or anybody else listening, if you <laughs> would like,
1: dairy queen, if you would like Dawn,
3: dairy queen. if you would like Dawn to endorse your butterscotch <laughs> or butterscotch products garagelogic.com keyword partner that's garagelogic.com keyword partner don't forget the
2: dilly bars I'm having (laughs) a cartoon bubble of leading dawn astray via a trail of butterscotch little things out of the control room down the hall
0: across the hall into KS95
2: into the control room at KS95 right at a microphone
3: right there where there's dawn you're just following the trails of butterscotch what is the this
1: button? like hansel yeah. and gretel except i don't have a hansel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. where's the witch <laughs> right. I,
4: ha- I have found lots of uh, thc uh whatever in coffee beans so that oh, is that being it done exists. that is being done yes yep wired and tired yeah we could huh. do that anytime we wanted apparently
2: how cannabis do you- coffee how do you go about getting these things from the idea to the package? I mean.
1: How do you money? Yeah. Yeah, Which none of us have.
2: These are
4: all companies, coffee companies, Kenny, the ones I'm looking at. They're all established coffee companies that uh, sell coffee anyway. So just moved on to that uh, thing, added that.
1: Okay. I just want to just say on this podcast that that idea is our intellectual property. (laughs) Actually, it's now probably Garage logic. We will sue property. you. Anyway, somebody. don't use it because I'm coming after you. I You'll will be... get my law degree in five days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I'll be so mad.
1: <laughs>
0: You'll
3: be hearing from our legal department.
1: Yes. <laughs> I really feel crabby. I really feel crabby today.
3: What has set you off, my dear?
1: A um, couple of things last night. Um, some people believe in... With our paranormal team, not on the team, but people who contact us, that we're waiting by phones like it's a telephone ready for their call day and night. Yeah. And that <laughs> we can jump in a card at time because we don't have real jobs and right. we are there to serve them 24-7. Right. And if you don't, they're going to maybe just cuss you out in an email or give you a bad review online and be a psycho. And I'm over it. I'm over it.
2: I'd love to hear. One I'm of these sorry. Phone how calls. far away
1: do you live? Okay, that's out of our region, but we'll go ahead and take care of you anyway. But you know, we had to cancel something last night because of weather. I'm yeah. not going out in the freezing rain for you know traveling an hour and a half each way.
0: Yeah.
1: To wreck my car and not be able to come in this morning, and just right. let this person
2: <sighs> gave you a bad review.
1: They didn't, well, I don't know if they have or not, but they sent a nasty email, even though I've had three conversations with her on the phone and through email about what's happening in her house.
2: Do you ever just open up a number nine can of whoop ass on these jackasses and just lay it down? Just listen, listen, B word. Here's the deal.
1: <laughs> no, and
2: just stand up for yourself and fight back.
1: No, because it's not for me to do. The, our, you know, we've been around a very long time and we have a good reputation. But how dare you say that we aren't serving you? Like we, I'm like I'm confused. I wrote them back and said I don't know where we've gone wrong here. Since I answered your email immediately and have talked to you multiple times and opened your emails from two a.m. in the morning. So yeah. I just I'm I'm mad.
2: What was the deal? Um, did they have? A, is it a, a she or a he? It's a her, right? Yeah. And course. does this psycho have a ghost problem <laughs> where she's being? harassed at night uh
1: yeah and she has kids which is why we're like we literally put her in the front of we canceled other investigations so that we could serve her right right and she's also admitted to me that she's like given bad reviews to other teams that another team told her we can't get out to you until january which is like that's legitimate we just had october and the holidays are coming up we're real people with real jobs we don't we don't get paid for this right And so I'm just like, it's still, I know that I shouldn't get so upset about it, but don't call me unprofessional. I don't (laughs) even know. It's like we, and then she, here's the deal. We were like, we will clear your house for you. Because obviously she takes pictures of all this stuff that I can't see anything in them, but she's convinced that it's terrorizing her kid. in the night... And yeah. the kid's super scared. So we're like, that comes before others. So we're going to bump back all these people that have been waiting to come yeah. out to you where you live more than an hour away. Yeah. Okay? Well, we had to cancel, and then she just goes off. Well, and I just want to shove her in a ditch.
2: You need to ignore <laughs> your instincts and just go off on her. Listen, psycho. The reason the ghost is haunting you is because you're a creep, and you deserve it. And exactly. You're probably
1: bringing it on yourself with all your... Actually, I think she's using your kid as bait.
2: Yeah, your rotten little kid is hell-bound anyway, so, <laughs> you, you know, give her, give her both barrels.
1: I just... Uh, yeah, and then it's like, you're really... She's super, super into paranormal stuff, and it's like, I think that you are just super interested in... In participating with us, and that will not happen. Mm -hmm. Let me just tell you, that's not how we work. Right. So you can think again, lady. She's
2: been watching (laughs) those frauds on the travel channel. Yeah, she's
1: all, I think that she's really, like, I think, like, honestly, people can manifest things themselves
0: Mm -hmm. by, like, just being
1: a a kind of a, you know, negative person and, like, wanting, I think she just wants the attention, honestly. Absolutely. We also found that she wrote a book which oh. has a lot oh. about about paranormal stuff that she self-published that is full of misspellings. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to even get through the email. So first learn to read and write, and then give me a call. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry.
1: This is the Krabby Coffee Shop, but this is what you come here for. So I'm giving it to you. Uh, uh, boy, I
2: would love to chat with her. That, that would be really fun to rake her over the coals. Maybe we could make her cry.
3: That would mm-hmm. be fun. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway,
1: thanks for letting me get that off my chest.
3: I also... This is the
1: words of Don McClain, not the society I'm with, by the I, way.
3: I don't think anybody has the right to send emails or text messages like that. I've said that numerous times. You can disagree with maybe decisions that we're making, but there's a civil way to do that stuff. You don't You don't get to send that stuff and try and ruin people's nights or days. And by the way, to your point, Don, people need to be cognizant of the time of year. It's not easy to drive this time of year unless right. the conditions are perfect. And by the way, the roads have basically been ice for two days now because yeah. we've been teetering on 32 degrees and it's been sleeting for two days.
1: Absolutely. So it's just calm like, down. Yeah, this just, it's crazy. Like, I get it that it's weather, but I'm done with paranormal teams because I just it's just like, why don't you look and that the common denominator is you?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Lady. Yeah.
3: Uh, At some point, it's not everybody else. It's you, right?
1: That's right.
3: Go can apricots with yourself, lady.
1: With yourself.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) With yourself. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, where do we go from here?
2: uh, Once upon a time,
1: Kenny doesn't understand why the word midget is offensive.
2: I, I really don't. Why? Hmm. And I have come to learn... That also offensive is the word dwarf, but dwarfism is not offensive.
1: The word dwarf Hmm. is offensive?
2: According to what I'm looking at here on uh, Oxford Languages
3: Dictionary. Oh. I was told years ago, I mean, years ago, probably, I don't know, a decade or so ago, I don't know. Pretty much when it comes to that topic, every. Every word is out, except for at the time it was little people. Little but even people. I thought little people's demeaning. Is that an
2: ableist slur, which is also something I've just learned within the last few months? If somebody's a uh, fat, you can't call them a lard-ass. If somebody, you know <laughs> what I mean? You can't use the R word for mentally, just <laughs> yes, um, yes. dis- whatever the correct term is. That's for sure. Yeah. it's either of those, no. So is that what... You can only
1: call yourself a lard ass if you
2: want. I think I'm immune from these things. I have been being I've been insulted my whole life, and, and you just roll with it, don't you? You shake yeah. it off. One of my best buddies when I was out of radio, I was working in the digital imaging um, world, and a good friend of mine, Colin, he was. Um, He's from England and he was in the services underwater demolition team services oh, after no. he, After he retired he was one of the welders that worked on the Channel Tunnel outside. Oh, ooh, wow. underwater. He was also a, a motorcycle and car racer and after a race one day his motorcycle started on fire. And uh, burned 90% of his body, unrecognizable. I mean, his ears are gone, his face is a charred mess, one of his hands is all destroyed. He's in pain all the time. He's 100% scab, uh, scabs, you know. uh, And I actually, he, he would refer to me as fatty. He would call me fatty, and I would call him scabby. And we would go like that back and forth, insulting each other. Just the most awful, awful insults you could possibly imagine, And we were great friends. We got along great. We were both crabby all the time. Maybe that helped. But I don't understand why
3: people are so sensitive about simple, dumb words. Fatty and scabby, you would have been a great 1980s wrestling tag team. (laughs) And coming to the ring, weighing a combined 480 pounds, Fatty! You would
2: and one Scabby! Of, one of his hands was just a stump. It was just a bunch of fingers that had melted Jim. together. And Did you call him Stumpy, too, then? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he doesn't and need the an ice scoop. The things he could <laughs> <laughs> it, it, None of these injuries seemed to slow him down at all. He was amazing. There was nothing he couldn't do, including he tried to go back into racing, but his doctor got PO'd at him because it would break all his scabs loose.
1: Uh. Oh my. Yeah. So it isn't just scars, it's scabs?
2: Yeah, it's just a disaster. <laughs> Never
1: said that. <laughs> it's just <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible.
2: But the reason we're bringing this all up is because did you send this Whoops. story Don?
1: Uh, I did. Yes. Don't
2: use me to parent your kid. This... Man with man with dwarfism seeks petty revenge on mother after she calls him one of Santa's elves.
3: Yeah, buddy, now, the elf. What's your favorite color?
1: So, um, he's tired of kids. Well, parents in general just asking him to, you know, discipline their kids around Christmas time because they're like, "Look, there's Santa's elf. He's gonna know if you're naughty." I mean, right. that's terrible. Um, so in public, he has these interactions. Um, a kid will come up to him and ask ask him why he's short. I have a pre-prepared response for that. But most of the time, they just loudly ask their parents why I'm short. Yeah. And then they, they drag well, their kids away. It's how, sad.
3: How much of that can you really stop, though? Kids are going to ask questions. Kids are going to be inquisitive. I, I think uh, the in this story
2: in particular, he's not too upset with the kids. But it's the parents that he's raging at.
1: Yeah, he is raging at them, um, and that you should teach your kids basically that you know there are different kinds of people out there in the world, and he's fine with parents that say that. Like, listen, there are people that are born different in this world, and um, you know that's that's one, fine. One,
3: yeah, one. just like Weird Al, it's fine to be weird. Uh, oh my no, gosh, he's trying too hard
1: to be weird.
0: Uh,
2: how about this one? Sometimes I hear a gem from a parent that says. I bet he shrank in the wash. Now, that's just not nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. That's just uh, that's mean. Um, But what happened here, um, I'm looking. Okay, here it was. A few days ago, I was in public, and a kid who was maybe four or five was acting out. His mother was struggling to keep her under control. So she pointed to me and told her son that I was one of Santa's elves, and I was watching him, and I would tell Santa about his behavior um but the little uh the little per- person little person he person. got back at him by saying uh, the kid's name was on a ring on his backpack so i just said it's okay hunter you're already on the nice list and santa told me you're getting an ipad for christmas <laughs> this year <laughs> hunter was excited his mom was uh not of course uh, and then there's a whole bunch of responses from from people um you know basically Supporting this dwarf person. Is that? I don't. Little person. Little person. Little little person. Little person. Yep. Yeah. It, would it be wrong to say, uh, I wish I had a buddy that was a dwarf or a little guy? Little mid, midget. Um, I'm often sticking my hands in places where my big, fat, meaty hands won't fit. You know, like yeah. there's a, there's a bolt okay, way sure. down in there, and I got to get that thing. I can't even start it, let alone get a get a nut on it. Can you imagine? Uh, well, how to, handy that would be to bring things yeah. full I used, <laughs> circle. I used to
3: use my kid for that all the time. Yeah, I get it. I call him out to the shop <laughs> to bring this get, full get this circle for dad. You're looking for a mini me. Basically from yeah. Austin Powers. Now, yeah. Don, you met Vern Troyer. Troyer, what was his name? Vern, Vern Troyer. Yep. Who had he a, was a bastard, yeah. wasn't he? And, yes. And he had a handler who was lifting him up and doing all these things. Yeah. What would Vern want Wait, to go what? by? Wait, what? Wait, back up. The handler was what? Like lifting him up onto
1: tables yeah, and he, such. Well, Don't Vern Troyer came this? into the studio. <laughs> I had been perusing his, you know, like his bio and stuff their publicist didn't send us anything. So I was searching the internet and I happened to just have a picture of, um, it was him and his wife. Who's like tall blonde woman. She divorced him or, you know, they got divorced. He hates her now. And he looked up way, way up. And he was like, you better get that off your computer screen or I'm not doing this interview. And was mean. And I was like, I, I was just trying to find out more about you. I would never bring that up. I'm I'm so sorry. And he's like, Really being a, a butthole about it, so they left the room. And then when they came back in to do the interview, he's his handler had him on his shoulders like a child, and then he <laughs> lifted him up and put him on the table on the counter, the studio counter, and it was really funny.
0: Yeah, that is hilarious. It was hilarious. funny, and I That's thought, funny.
1: I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know if they what the alternative would have been, but it was just you know. I, I thought he was just a jerk.
2: Does that go with being that size? Cause Maybe he
1: just... Yeah, I mean, I've never seen. Uh, quite honestly, he was extremely small in stature. How like, come really men? small in stature. How
2: come men that are short? There's a, we call it uh, the short man syndrome. Yeah. Uh, they're often little tyrants, but women that
3: are short. I have never met a short or smallish woman. Who's a who's a, a pain in the ass? Actually, Kenny, funny you should say that. They're almost always bubbly and have a great personality. They're fun. Yeah, you're right.
1: I would say, um, as far as like
3: guys, just stink in general.
1: Great, like like super energetic, just a ball of fun, but also a very good businesswoman, and you don't want to mess with her. Is our sales manager Sonia? Oh, yeah. Sonia is I think four eleven or four ten.
3: Fellow diabetic pride, right there. So, there you uh, go.
1: and she is so cute, but I shouldn't say that. She's a grown woman.
3: Get out of her way. Get that, that's out of what her I, way. That's what I do.
1: Best friends with Amy, our, yeah. our uh B Arthur, yeah. our um, other manager. And they yeah. go, they go head to head sometimes, and they just have it out. Oh, oh I really? To, uh, oh yeah.
4: I used to have an office uh, when I came into the office beside uh, our big boss, Dan, right? Yeah. And, and she would go in there and the conversations, <laughs> it was hard for me to write news some days because I'd just stop and listen to the <laughs> to the yelling, well, not
2: yelling, but you she's know what a I shark. Mean, back,
4: back and forth between her and Dan. John,
2: sometimes I would come out of my office, I would walk over there and the door would be open and I'd look at them both over the, over the top <laughs> of my glasses and then I'd shut the door. And I'd walk yeah. away. Yeah. Like, Jesus, come on. Oh have yeah. Have your we, fights yeah. in private. Yeah. She's a, but
1: she's she's a spitfire, isn't she?
2: Oh, and a huh? hell of a sales. Oh, manager.
1: she's so good. I, I I mean I, I'm afraid of her.
0: Yeah. I well. want to
1: please her. Like whenever she's like, well, we're gonna do this. I'm like, I will do it. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Whatever you say, please. The
3: the spats between the two that you mentioned always kind of make me laugh. There's other people in the building that do similar things, and it always ends within an hour it's water under the bridge right oh yeah oh yeah. Oh, right. oh she's my best friend such a great person i'm like really the words that she hung <laughs> at you for the last <laughs> 30 minutes <laughs> were know. John does das
2: doesn't this remind you of our relationship with such yeah exactly now that you brought it up yes yeah and that's a whole i mean we've delved into a whole different dynamic because I really wanted to go on and on about these little guys um <laughs> but I think some of the healthiest people, mentally healthy, are psychos like, I don't know, I'll just name Joe, who we just have these drop-down, drag-out, yelling, calling each other name fights, and the second they're over, they're over. and Everything's fine. And everything's normal again.
0: Mm
5: -hmm.
2: And I've worked with other people who... Um, will never say a cross word to your face, but will do really mean, evil things behind your back.
1: I'd rather deal with the person who's mean to my face. Yeah, and yeah. In, in my Absolutely. experience,
3: and probably yours, because I think you guys have been through the battles more than I have, those people like the mayor or even the sales manager that you were referencing, those tend to be the people that will have your backs the most.
1: That's true. Even Absolutely. if you've oh, gone toe-to-toe
3: yeah. with them yep
1: oh, I've yep. never. I would never go toe to toe. Joe and so, Matthew.
2: Yeah. Joe and Matthew have had a couple of fights that were so upsetting and disturbing to us that we would leave the office. You yeah. know, we're in the Hubbard Building down towards the end of the hall. We'd go down to that common old lobby area, Dawn, where there's couches by yeah. the bathrooms, uh-huh. and we'd just sit there and wait for them to be over. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What
1: the heck did? I as you call him Matthew.
2: Uh, Oh, that's yeah, rookie Matthew. Rookie,
1: how what what could he do that would make somebody mad? That guy is the nicest guy.
2: With Matthew, it's not about what he's done; it's mostly about what he doesn't do. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and that's that's where the disagreements come into hand.
4: Yeah, that's true. And and Joe tells him what he thinks he should be doing. Yeah, and then Matthew will get angry with that, and uh, and it'll go for job.
1: What is Matthew's job?
2: Show up, make quips. Make
4: quips. Oh, really? He
1: just gets to be like the... He just gets but to like... It's uh, kind
2: of all of our jobs. Yeah. You know, just no matter how much show prep I do or how uh-huh. mentally prepared I am for the show, it, it, most of the times, four days out of five, it doesn't matter because he's got his own idea on where the show is going to go in oh, his head. Yeah, yeah, and that's the way it goes. But it helps being very well read and kind of knowing knowing um, the stories he might potentially talk of
1: about. Of course. Oh, I see. So you... you uh, what he isn't doing is reading in advance, or... I really want to get down <laughs> well, to the bottom of this. Yeah, yeah there might He doesn't know case. what's going on, and he's yeah, just yeah, tossing yeah. in, like, yeah, you, non-sequiturs. You it, it's, <laughs> remember... Why are we doing this on the air? Never! Like, talk about someone else's performance. It's just, yeah. like, weird. Funny... This, I just really like
0: Matthew. This yeah, gentleman
3: Matthew. literally... Just just walked in and is probably
0: Matthew. He's
3: on the other side of the wall right now, so let's just tear him apart while he can't defend himself. <laughs> I love him. I, I don't think the show we is G.O. Are. without yeah. him. He's I, got like
1: great him. hair, yeah. too. Oh, no. Now yeah. he
3: walked oh, in. He can hear yeah. we're talking about him. Come on in. You have him sit show. down. Come I on over. Does he have headphones? Come on over, Matthew. About being talked about? Uh, sit down. I won't get you go on camera, off. but yeah. okay. go sit by Don. Matthew is efforting headphones, and he's going to... Oh, no, he's not. Never mind. Let's just turn...
1: Sometimes it's okay to be silent, Ross. It's okay.
3: I'm giving (laughs) play-by-play.
1: I know.
5: What mic
3: number do you have there? I'm going on mic five, six. Okay, let's do this. Don taking jabs at me today. Uh, I
1: know. Uh, Hey, I got to start swinging here.
3: So, uh, is he listening? Matt, can
2: you hear me? Yes, I can. So, we're talking about um, psychos and um, how (laughs) psychos are more prone to be mentally stable than the rest of them and we were talking about joe in this fact and how all of us have these massive fights with joe but the second they're over they're over they don't linger the animosity doesn't linger there's no grudges being held and i made note of a few just massive drop down incredible fights that you've had with sooch so bad that the rest of us get so nervous that we leave the office, we close the door, and we go down to the end of the hall and sit on a couch and wait for it to blow by.
5: 100%. Kenny, you're not uh, You're not speaking out of school. Uh, we have had, I think the last major fight we had was a long time ago. But what happens is, it, it, it has to do with the show. This Always. was funny, this was not, don't yeah. do this, do this. And I... Right, and I, right. I very rarely speak up for myself because he has wonderful instincts for radio. Yeah. All he's right. he's like my we wife. Ninety nine percent of the time he's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Take it out of your mouth now. <laughs> now right. anyway, thank anyway, you for
1: but, covering that. But now what did you do wrong? That's what I want to know. The
5: the last time we fought, it was a outright shouting match. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And then I we both just said, F it, and then walked out. I walked out of the studio and went into the Dub studio, yeah, and about three minutes later, I have the door closed, and I'm still steaming. He walks up, and his eyebrows are way up, and he looks in the window, and he kind of sheepishly opens the door and says, Are we good? I'm like... Yeah, we got it out of our system. It's it's fine. He's like, okay, good. We're, then we just went back to normal. Okay, so we, we got to tell. Let's tell I Don. I asked them.
1: a lot of questions because I couldn't believe that you would do anything wrong because I th- said, why <laughs> could anyone be mad at you? Because you, I you think you're the nicest guy ever. Here, you're, you're, here's you're, very,
5: you're very kind, and I'll eat some uh, at the risk of seeming immodest. What Joe always says to me is he will come in on a dreary February morning when it's Uh, snowing and 22 degrees and he will make it seem like it's the 4th of July. That's just like this guy over here, too. So that's just like Ross, too. Okay, uh, so let's talk. Don wants to know. Joe does that? No, no Joe, Joe, says about, says about, Joe says that about Joe says that about me. So. No, oh. if, if he oh. would, if I he like, would, I don't agree. right? Because if Joe <laughs> would come in on the Fourth of July, yeah, he would make it seem like it's February, middle of February, and dreary, <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, I, the rain is soaking in. I, yeah, 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 that's
1: yeah. his, his way. So you are a ray of sunshine. Yes. yes.
5: Yeah, I, I, you know, I hate, I don't like, to, I don't take compliments well. Thank you, but uh, you know, I just, it's just okay. Okay, stop it, stop yep. it. Here, okay. here. Oh, here's the wait,
2: Don, Don. Here's the deal. And this happened years ago up in Maplewood, I believe it was, where um, Joe had called um, Matthew into the studio to have a, a talk with Matt about his performance as of late and his contributions to the show. And a project. And, and he really laid it on the line and told him, here's what you need to do, here's what you need to do, and do this and do that, and you really need to get your s together. And uh, Matt, uh, sheepishly, uh, from what I understand, you nodded and you walked out to your desk and then Joe came out uh, a few minutes later to add a couple things to the list. And And Matt, what did he find you doing at your desk? Instead of what he assigned, oh,
1: no. for
5: some reason, <laughs> <Doodling>. <laughs> for some reason, uh, adjacent to the John McDougal <laughs> Memorial News Desk, there was a Taylor's tape. Uh, yeah. And it was just sitting there. I, don't, I have no idea why there would be a tailor's tape sitting in the radio station. But what I did is I just said, hmm. I looked at it. I stared at it. And I said, I think I'm going to measure my head right now. And so I took the tailor's tape and put it around here. And as I'm as I'm connecting my fingers to see what the measurement accuracy is, out of the my peripheral vision, I see... Oh, shoo. (laughs) I knew exactly. And he goes, hey, DS. Which is, hey, dumb. Yeah. That was his nickname. Hey, DS, what are you doing right now? And I'm measuring my head. And then the look of the disgust, the the disdain. (laughs) It was like I just gave you a project where you have to report back to me four months from now with whatever it was. And I'll get started. You're measuring your head ten seconds later. He said, "You are just you're you're a you're horrible." I think I would fault. have said,
1: um, uh, i, I got to get my thinking cap on first. Uh, you know what?
5: You're smarter than I am. It's just, just all out in the open. I'm let's my face head. it.
2: It's his own fault. I mean, he's trying so hard to be a legitimate, you know. Ooh,
5: his own or,
1: fault. Matthew? No,
2: Joe. He's oh. trying to be a good host and talk about good, interesting things, and he's got the whole GL thing going. Uh, but he's surrounded himself with morons. I mean, John, you're, you're uh, a okay. Yeah, it makes yes. him look smart. He really has, right. Yeah. It, it, is it, that
5: what it is? Oh, It brings, uh, uh, high tide raises all ships, right? And I don't know what that means to uh, our personalities, but it's just, uh, you know, he is a great guy to work with, and I can usually, nine times out of ten, I know what he's thinking. Uh-huh. Just like the other day when I said the, um, the uh, the Ukraine... Uh, ammunition crates they they found crates of ammunition in Ukraine <laughs> mm-hmm. and i said to joe describe the crates and he said well they're 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 made of wood <laughs> and you have to get a crowbar to open them and when they when you open the the crowbar of ammunition uh it it the, the wood uh, makes noises I mean, it was just it was like a cr- a christmas story when they're opening oh, okay. up the yeah. Uh, yeah. It, similar to that and fragile. i just fragile fragile and uh, or if i say um uh, I can't think of a great example, but I can. Uh, we have the 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 cartoon bubble. We had a a, a cartoon bubble of chimps that made tools.
1: Okay.
5: Right. Um, way back when they made their own tools, and I said. Give me the uh, cartoon bubble of the the chimp at work right
0: now, and he said, "Well, he's got the he's
5: got the blacksmith apron on, and he's working on the the deal." And I said, "Describe his his what is he having for lunch?" And he says, "Well, he has the the silver." Lunch pail with the <laughs> the thermos with yeah, the silver the lid. thermos and it's in the lid, yeah. it's compl- and it's just I knew that's if I if I if I drew that out of him I knew that's where we were going. Well, and I think you all, you have a good
3: idea of when can I give him something that's gonna make him crack and maybe when do we need to stay serious. But I think of this from your twenty four seven stream that you've put a lot of work into. Yes, the one that cracks me up the most is you told him to change the channel. Because Maury had
5: on oh all the, oh the three-year-olds that were like yes. 240 were. pounds. <laughs> and it was the middle of the show. We were in Maplewood, and we had we had TVs, and, and it was a local show, and it was Maury, and Maury had on uh, babies that were 300 pounds. They were little kids, but they were super chubby, and they had diapers on and i said go to go to nine go to nine go to nine and while he's doing the show and he's he looked the air. he looked and he, he just started he always had the weather on the weather channel on and he he flipped Place. and he's like what are these and he just went <laughs> <laughs> so he could not stop laughing for four minutes. It was he's like he told me to change the channel to Maury. And what are these babies? Giant babies that have underwear on or diapers? Or and it was just it was that was a that was a fun. I do like to sidetrack him.
2: So Don, with all of these stories and us describing him over the last year and a half to you, um, I, I've been kind of quietly behind the scenes. You know, I'm shadow management trying to get them to uh, have you come on board GL when, like, say, Chris <laughs> and Matt is gone and be a fill-in. Uh, how, how
3: do you how do you feel yeah, about filling in on, on, come on G- GL? Show have about- to go by joy.
1: Uh... Yes, Enjoy. show me the money. That's what I say. There we go.
5: First things first.
3: <laughs> yeah, let
1: let's sell this podcast
0: that I've been on for
1: a year and a half. How's thank that you, cash you, flow? Thank you, DK Mags. Year. Don't want to ignore them, of right? course. Yes. Um, and then we'll talk about other projects. <laughs>
5: okay. So the cash
2: flow is... is- well, I'm just wondering how you're going to react when he, like, um, uh, uh, who is it? Ross said he calls you joy for the first six months you've been there. Or what's your deal? Oh, you're it. having a bad hair day. What oh. the hell's wrong I with your face? Okay. I'll be
1: like, "Well, Jack, let me tell you." <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to say. You got to give
2: it right back to him. See, yeah. I think it's a match made in heaven. I think you should absolutely <laughs> be on because I, I would love to see you two scrap. That
3: would be a lot of fun. Oh man, are we done here? Yes. Yeah, we have can, to we be. can be done. I'll give you your music, which means I, you have like fifteen to go seconds. I, is this,
0: I, welcome, I welcome ten, to your show.
2: my
5: first. Okay, wrap it wrap it up for it's us. Not your first time. So, if you want to check out the Krabby Coffee Shop, you. Can do that at Pod MN, and uh, if you'd like to find out other podcasts, why you'd want to find another Three podcast, seconds. I'm not sure why. But uh, the Crabby Coffee you. Shop, we'll I got go to go take news. a dump. I'll be right the back.
0: Coffee Shop, new episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>
2: DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton is our full-service gun shop with a wide selection of pistols, revolvers, ammo, and accessories. Like, you know, holsters, magazines, suppressors, the likes. Uh, And if you have a specific firearm in mind, special orders are no problem at DK Mags. They'll be more than happy to assist you in tracking down and purchasing that firearm and or accessory you want. If you have a firearm you don't want or need... DK Mags also buys firearms, and we're talking from single units to entire estates. Both DK Mags and Monticello Pond and Gun, they have uh, gunsmithing services to help keep that firearm in perfect working order, or maybe you need to revive some old iron. Check out the website at dkmags.com, but keep in mind, the website does not list what's in the store, so you're going to have to stop in or give them a call. Great selection, fair prices, and a wonderful staff at both DK Mags on Old 8 in New Brighton and Monticello Pawn and Gun, dkmags.com.